What's up, guys? It's your boy, Jose Garza, along with my cousin, Marco Monreal. We're giving you our live reactions right now from post-UFC 257, Poirier McGregor 2, with a big upset. Poirier just TKO'd Conor McGregor. The notorious one went down. His first KO or TKO loss in MMA. And Marco has a lot to say about it because, honestly, guys, it hurt him. It hurt his soul. Marco, go ahead. I want to just start out by saying what a performance by the Diamond, um, Dustin Poirier. Incredible performance. Nobody really expected it. He was a true underdog today, and he said it. He loves being the underdog. Underdog um, That dude can just scrap, and, you know, he did what he had to do, and he proved he's probably the best boxer in the UFC. Um... I'm in shock. <laughs> First round looked like Connor was controlling it somewhat. Say Dustin knocked down. We could, we just had a kind of discussion of who maybe won the round. We think Connor won it, edged it a little bit, but we just gotta see it again and see what it says. Um But in that second round, Dustin tried started clipping him and clipping him, and Connor was putting his hands down, got a little tired. Um and just uh, I'm just in shock because Connor looked like a like a boxer. <laughs> He didn't have that glide, that, that quick feet he usually has where he's bouncing in, like in the Aldo fights, like in the Nate Diaz fights. Um, it, it, it didn't look like, he looked flat-footed. He, he didn't look like he had that much movement. Dustin was uh, uh, able to hit him with those leg kicks. They were damaging in the second round. Um, and I just think that at the end of the day, inactivity got to Connor, and um, he just looked like he was boxing in there. He looked like he was not fighting mixed martial arts. Yeah, I mean, no, I think I think from just what the view, no replays have been shown for us or anything like that, except for the, you know, the knockout and yeah. shit like that. I think my quick reaction would be that I think that first big takedown is very crucial in that what happens going on the rest of the fight. Because what it does is it tests, again, Connor's conditioning, which is what a lot of people, analysts, and you know, are saying. Connor does not have the greatest conditioning. It, it's just the facts. He He's never proven it. His fights that has gone the distance, stuff like that, an ADS rematch, Floyd's fight, stuff like that. So Dustin going in there, putting him against the cage, while yes, you can say it wasn't that effective, you gotta understand how hard it is to try to get another 155 plus pound man off of your off of you. Like just to get out of that. And Dustin was pushing pouring it on as far as takedown attempts, getting him against the cage, stuff like that. And then when it goes down, you know, the leg kicks. The first round, I'm going to give it slightly to Connor, But I feel like Dustin set in the tempo, the, the pace that he needed to get the job done for that second round TKO. Those leg kicks that made Connor become flat-footed, man, you know, fuck, that hurts. You got to remember, guys. Connor's a great boxer fighter, kickboxer, Muay Thai. I love the shoulder strikes he had. But Dustin has been improving his plan, his game plan. Since he has lost to Mike Johnson in his freaking early on in the 155 division. The man Dustin that fought Conor McGregor back six years ago. Different man, different animal. His body, his physique is just unreal. He's a different animal, a different diamond. You know, just got rougher. And Dustin, man, you know what? <sighs> what a performance. You know, he deserves his... Um, performance of the night bonus that he got um and we got a great co-main event to go alongside that main event which included michael chandler busting up dan hooker right. in two and a half minutes 
Marco, quick thoughts on that. So, be uh, right before the fight, I picked uh, Michael Chandler to win. Uh, like me and Jose were talking about. Uh, what? I thought we all picked the Aussie. Who, me? No, I was the only one that picked Chandler. Oh, I'm, yeah, I was the only one that picked Chandler. We had friends over, guys. Like, I, maybe I had a little few, too much to drink. I thought yeah. I picked the Aussie. I was the one that I was the one that picked Michael Chandler. Oh I picked God. the American. Remember, I was like America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you didn't say that during the Dustin Poirier Conor McGregor fight. Yeah, I did. I thought Conor <laughs> Irish came out. You were definitely not saying America. Hey, I got a little Irish blood in me. Anyways, um, Michael Chandler, man, came out dominant. Just like I didn't expect that. Uh, as like as quick, I thought uh, Hooker. You know, you gotta respect his game. Last fight against Dustin, he learned. I thought he would learn from his mistakes um, that he made. I, I mean, there's just a lot of things. Uh, Hooker's still a great fighter, uh, but I just think that Michael Chandler is on another level, and we saw it today. Coming from over from Bellator, how excited he was when he got in the octagon, being a part of the UFC, came in with that firepower, that low center of gravity, taking those. You know that high difference and using it to his advantage with those with that left hook and that right overhand right. Um, it was just a great performance. He knocked him out easy, um, and I see him fighting for the title real, real soon. I picked the Aussie. I picked Dan Hooker. Can't take away what I thought what Dan Hooker was with his resume, what he's done in his career, going five rounds with Dustin Poirier, potentially fight of the year. Great fight. Fight. Um, you know. Michael Chandler just brought in different problems. The height difference, four four inches, you thought yeah. the lengthwise, yeah, Dan Hooker. I was going, he's fought Dustin Poirier, he's fought some names in the UFC. And unfortunately, not, no disrespect to Michael Chandler, he hasn't fought those UFC uh, credible names. He's lost to Pitbull uh, over in Bellator. And so, there was no disrespect to Michael Chandler. It was just more respect to Hooker. And I was proven wrong. Hook, Hooker did not look comfortable at all in that fight. You know, we're talking about flat-footed Connor, man, backtrack fucking Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker was lost. He didn't Dan know Hooker him. was backtracking. Marco was trying to tell me how the punches weren't looking clean. And it's true, it wasn't. When you're walking backwards and you're aiming low, you're not going to have as much force and much power behind it. I, um, but, you know, Dan just did not look comfortable at all. And Michael wanted it. Chandler wanted that You fight. saw it when he walked into the, to the octagon. He wanted that back so badly. And give props to Michael Chandler to just come in like that and, you know, did what he had to do, and you know what, man? He wants that title shot, and he and I'm not gonna be here to dispute it. I'm sorry, Charles or Olivero, but if Michael Chandler wants it, vacant title fight for against us and Poirier, Poirier and Chandler, baby. fuck it, do it. But I'm buying that card as soon as they announce it. <laughs> uh, as soon as we can buy it. Um, overall, the whole card, amazing card. Um, Great, great stuff by Dana Wyan setting this card up um, and the way it flowed with all the fights. Even the prelims were really good. Uh, I'm still in shock, as you can see. I, I honestly, not. I, I'm in shock. He's hurt. Connor hurt. Connor's lost. I love Connor McGregor. I love. I love him. You know what? It makes me. And I was talking to Jose about this. It's just. It makes me feel kind of weird because when Connor was being an asshole, he was doing work, and now that he wasn't being an asshole. He's getting beat up. So I, I don't know, man. I, I love seeing the nice Connor, the respectful Connor, but I don't know, man. Inactivity. I, Jose said it. Inactivity. It, it gets. Yeah, to let me you. let me say that to you because that's how Marco. I think the fact that and I'm gonna say Dana White screwed Conor McGregor. 
Dana White screwed him yes. over by not allowing him to get more fights in in 2020 because he wanted the fans there. He wanted the merchandise, the income, all that shit to flow through. And it wasn't going to be there. Dana needs to understand that the pay-per-view buys were going to be there. Connor is in his prime. Like, he needs to be fighting. Yes, he's blown over fighters before. But guess what? Dustin Poirier, different guy than he was six years ago. Different guy than he was two years ago. Different, you know, this man did not go, you know, very far with Khabib. It was, what, four rounds, I believe, they went and they got submitted. You could argue maybe he got one or some good shots in there, One, you know. But Dustin's a different fighter. He's a lot better fighter than he was when he first fought Conor. Conor hasn't fought as much as Dustin Poirier. Conor McGregor's 1-2 in the 155 division. Like, and that's partially Conor's fault because he's been wanting to fight at 170 so he doesn't have to cut the extra weight to 155. But you have a negative record even, even though you were a champion in that division. Go ahead, Marco. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, uh, Conor, uh, I love that you box a lot. I love, But you can't take that full on into the UFC because you can't be one-dimensional in the UFC. You just can't. Uh, that first round, you looked multidimensional. And that second round, you looked one-dimensional. And that's something he, I'm, I'm, I know he's going to come back. I know he's going to fix that. I know he's going to come back stronger. He's going to be more active. He's going to have more fights. Uh, maybe Tony Ferguson next. We'll see. Uh, but I'm excited to see Conor McGregor active in 2021, see if he can redeem himself, and maybe, you know, somehow get back into the mix later on in the year or next year. That's crazy, but for now, I think probably early emotions, because I know Charles Oliveira is out there. Michael Chandler, the Poirier, vacant lightweight title. Dana White just spoke to I the agree. media and said that it doesn't sound positive that Khabib wants to come back. You know what? Khabib has nothing to prove. 29-0. He wants to respect his mother's uh, wishes for the because he hasn't fought without his father there in his in the uh, at ringside, but the division needs to move I'll, on. I'll respect the Khabib, but fighting styles make fights. Fighting styles right now the in the lightweight division without Khabib are great right now, man. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. No, I mean, look. Khabib is a dominant fighter. That's he, what I'm saying. He, no, no respect to him and the fight is, style of fighting, but it's not something that. Is, it doesn't float your boat. Yeah, yeah, most people, it's, you know what I mean. Like you, more people and the, that, that are not as invested in the UFC want to see those knockouts, want to see things like that, not want to see so much grappling. But, you know, there's, it's, a, it's a more um, – other fighting styles are a little bit more see, attractive. See, that for like sense? Me, I, I, I love Khabib now because if, if you've noticed Khabib early, early fights – Khabib, before he was title contention or title fights in, in general, he wasn't finishing dudes off. He was doing what you're saying, grappling and all that stuff. But look at his resume since he became champion. Let's see. He finished off uh, Ally and Quinta to win the title. He finished off Conor McGregor. He finished off Dustin Poirier. He finished Justin Gaethje. That is an exciting, amazing fighter who's dominant as hell. That, yes, his ground game is as dominant since GSP, since Georgia St. Pierre. Mm -hmm. But he's actually finishing fights unlike George St. Pierre. George mm -hmm. St. Pierre took, went all five rounds and just like snooze fest. Those were the snooze fest. Yeah. Khabib right now is showing you, you know what? I'm, I can control you on the ground. Was, make you my, was showing you. Make you my, my bitch. Yeah, I was because you know, he just retired, I guess. But make you my bitch and I'm going to choke you out and I'm going to talk shit to you. Let's talk now, Connor. Let's talk now. Yeah. He has no reason to come back. Definitely. He is going to. 
for as of right now, to me, Khabib is the greatest lightweight ever. One thing we can both agree on also is that this 155 division is about to get so good. And I cannot wait. Chandler versus Poirier, Ferguson versus McGregor, Gaethje versus Oliveira. Let's book it. Those are Let's great go, fights. Baby. Marco, great little session here we just had. Quick recap, guys. Hope you have a good night. Enjoy. If you haven't seen the fights, watch the highlights on wherever, YouTube. If you're legal streaming it, good luck to Dana White finding you. <laughs> there. Guys, love you. Peace Pull out. out. Angel. <laughs> we are Puro Pinche Sports, and we are out.